hello everyone we would continue with the remaining two topics of chapter 2 of bhagavad gita the third topic karma yoga arjuna's proposal not to fight was based on sense gratification forgetting his prime duty he wanted to cease fighting because he thought that by not killing his relatives and kinsmen he would be happier than by enjoying the kingdom after conquering his cousins and brothers the sons of dhritarashtra in both the ways basic principles were for sense gratification happiness derived from conquering them and happiness derived by seeing kinsmen alive are both on the basis of personal sense gratification lord sensing that arjuna is not entirely prepared he introduces karma yoga to him as karma yoga is the preparatory step and prepares the seeker to become ready for receiving the knowledge it has three main aspects they are first choosing right action second dedicating all the actions unto the lord not to have ownership of actions and the last one accepting any type of result as the prasad of the lord that is prasada buddhi the result of performing actions with this attitude is the accentuation of clarity in one's thinking if such clarity emerges then one's delusion will go down and one will have the focus to receive absolute knowledge vishesh karma yoga or samanya karma yoga talks about performing an action we have to convert every action into worship be it any action that we do the action may be walking eating walking in the office etc doing one's work with a focused mind and with passion is considered worship all action must be done cheerfully unmindful of the result which could be favorable or unfavorable failures are also an integral part of our life it is necessary that you have to mentally prepare yourself to confront failure when it happens our mind cannot take failure in life so easily you have to tell yourself that your job is only to perform up to your capacity the result 
will be as per the law of karma keep telling yourself i want success but i'm not afraid to take failure also as god's will or ishwara prasad failures will not disturb my mind whether it's imaginary or actual failure a reacting mind cannot learn from life experiences depending upon the world for peace security and happiness is a risky proposal therefore i should learn to depend on myself for getting peace security and happiness i have to strengthen myself and gyan yoga alone will strengthen me to depend on myself so thus in text 47 lord krishna said you have a right to perform your prescribed duty but you are not entitled to the fruits of action never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty arjuna was therefore advised by the lord to fight as a matter of duty without attachment to the result his non participation in the battle is another side of attachment such attachment never leads one to the path of salvation any attachment positive or negative is cause for bondage inaction is sinful therefore fighting as a matter of duty was the only auspicious path of salvation for arjun owing to ignorance one does not know that this material world is a miserable place where there are dangers at every step out of ignorance only less intelligent persons try to adjust to the situation by fruitive activities thinking that the resultant action will make them happy they do not know that no kind of material body anywhere within the universe can give life without miseries the miseries of life namely birth death old age and diseases are present everywhere within the material world but one who understands his real constitutional position as the eternal survivor of the lord and thus knows the position of the personality of godhead engages himself in the transcendental loving service of the lord one who wrongly thinks that the living entity's position and the lord's position are on the same level is to be understood to be in darkness
and therefore unable to engage himself in the devotional service of the lord he becomes a lord himself and thus paves the way for the repetition of birth and death service for the cause of the lord is called karma yoga or buddhi yoga or in plain words devotional service to the lord fourth topic chita pragna lakshanini from text 54 to 72 chita pragna lakshanini is meant natural or spontaneous traits of a gyani one of the traits of a gyani is being equanimous and having a samatvam mind that means a steady mind this is called abhyasa a gyani has discovered that he is the atma which is purnam and functioning through a finite medium called body mind gyani can give up anything without feeling that he is missing anything you can use the sense organs but never become a slave of the same use the mind but never become the slave of the mind do vedantic meditation and meditate upon the teachings of the gita sometimes we feel that rising sun shows prosperity and setting sun is adversity because it will disappear we should treat both as the same wise people are those who have got a calm mind in prosperity as well as in adversity the samatvam is the benefit of being a chitta pragna lord krishna calls it brahmistiti krishna tells arjun that he should go through karma yoga and gyan yoga to become brahmistiti what is retirement you are an expression of your own vasanas that is manifestation of desires everybody is helplessly expressing his own vasanas a singer will be singing an artist will be painting he cannot renounce that you should not be bothered about what you get out of your action you have to relinquish the fruits of your action your duty is to do what you ought to do there is no such thing as retirement you continue to function and not worry about the result of your action
never retire from action you retire from the fruit of your action if you wish to live there are many ways to live even the deep sea will become a wonderland if you have a passion for swimming we have to swim along the ocean of life starting with our birth due to our previous janma karma if we have to reach the feet of lord the almighty from text 61 to 63 lord krishna said one who restrains his senses keeping them under full control and fixes his consciousness upon me is known as the man of steady intelligence while contemplating the objects of the senses a person develops attachment for them and from such attachment lust develops and from lust anger arises from anger complete delusion arises and from delusion bewilderment of memory when memory is bewildered intelligence is lost and when intelligence is lost one falls down again into the material pool the living entity cannot be desireless or senseless but he does have to change the quality of the desires the understanding of krishna consciousness is the basic principle of real peace it will be useful to know the difference between intelligence and intellect in this context all of us are acquainted with intelligence the most brilliant persons in this world deal with intelligence which is the knowledge gained from external agencies that is school college you can improve your knowledge further and become more intelligent the intellect has to be developed by oneself a teacher can guide you but you have to develop by yourself it is like developing your muscles developing the muscles from when you are born with what you have developed till now the way to develop your intellect is not to accept anything for granted we find that people everywhere take everything for granted questioning everything at every step right from your formative years from the age of 6 will help develop your intellect life is how you relate to the world it is not the world that distresses you but how you relate to it 
otherwise you have unreasonable expectations which cause you misery you will find that success and peace are totally lacking because of the absence of intellect you will find that there is no intellectual development at all in you buddhi is intellect one should have a satvik buddhi which enables you to choose the right field of activity you can choose an activity that goes with your personality you can differentiate between what is to be done and what is to be avoided satvik intellect gives you the direction it guides you to the path of liberation beauty is for admiring knowledge is for giving mind is for thinking life is for living let's enjoy every minute living our life living is not a science we should understand that living is an art a skill a technique you need to learn and practice as you would play a game or a musical instrument let us appreciate this fact and start using our intellect and not fall prey to emotions krishna warns about the danger of becoming too focused on scripture instead of on meditation to clear the mind of confusion and desire action must be done for the sake of action and not for the sake of attachment to the results of the action this is the way of karma yoga krishna explains the lord will take up karma yoga for expanding on it in the next few chapters we will travel with the lord and learn how he unfolds them stay tuned thank you